Hello and welcome to the Creative Calm Podcast. I am your host, Denise Christensen Ray. I'm a creative wellness coach who has a passion for adding zest and whimsy to everyday life. As a mom of four, teacher and business owner, life can get a bit crazy and overwhelming, but I have discovered that through the magic of rest, creativity, and play, I have the power to find common success in all areas of my life and business. My mission with this podcast is to show you that this is possible for you as well. I can't wait to help you embrace your playful spirit, find pockets of rest in your days, and dive into the joy of creativity so that you can move past overwhelm and thrive in your life and business. Let's get to the show. Imagine that it's five o'clock in the morning and you get up and, okay, maybe five o'clock is too early for you. I don't know. For me, five o'clock is about my wake up time on a work day. Uh, sometimes I try to get up a little earlier than five, but I really can't go past five o'clock. So you wake up and you move your body, you stretch a little bit, you maybe go on a quick workout, you get a drink of water, you have a really lovely start of your morning, and then you take out a journal and you write. Today, we're going to talk about something called morning pages, and that's exactly how my morning went today. That's actually right now as I'm recording this. It is currently 5.41 in the morning, so I woke up around 4.30. I got a nice drink of water, and then I went on my treadmill for 10 minutes to move my body and get myself energized, and then... I came upstairs and I curled up in the chair in my studio with my puppy and I took out a journal and I began something that I call morning pages. And I called it that because it's something that was created by the author of The Artist's Way. Her name is Julia Cameron. And I'm going to give you a little background and explain what this is and why you need it in your life. Okay, so... The book I'm talking about is called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. It's a spiritual path of higher creativity. I have a history with this book, okay? I found this book, or maybe we could say the book found me when I was um, probably, I was about, I was 20. I know exactly how I was, how old I was. I was 20 years old because I know that because inside the book, I found a place where I wrote the date and it was July of 2000. And so I was 20 years old. And I remember back at that time, I used to go on solo trips to Barnes and Noble. I love Barnes and Noble, still do. But back then, it was like a safe haven for me. I just loved going there. I loved the feeling of walking around and wandering and finding and discovering new things to read and and buy. And I think this might have been a book that I had bought when my grandmother gave me um, money. I asked for my I asked for my birthday that year money that I could use just to buy books. Like I was excited to go to Barnes Noble and discover and learn and buy and actually buy like eight of the books. You know, like you know that was a huge deal. Still is. I don't usually go to a store and buy like five to eight books at a time, but 
I did that. And I, I remember, I still have a, I think I have most of those books that I bought. And I'm pretty sure, not positive, but I'm pretty sure The Artist's Way was one of those books that I had wandered around, found. What I usually did when I was, as I would explore, pick out a bunch of books, sometimes some magazines, and I'd bring them to the cafe of Barnes & Noble. I would get like a bagel <laughs> and um, some water, you know, really cheap back then. And I would just enjoy looking through the books. So I probably got this book on one of those excursions. And I think it might have been the birthday one. My birthday's in January. I started reading this in July. So who knows? Who knows? Um, but anyway, I was 20. And I read the book back then. And I remember loving it, thinking it was so inspiring but I'm excited now because I'm revisiting the book and I am older and I'm wiser and I have a new perspective. And I am, I just read the first couple chapters and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much insight that I'm gaining now that I might not have at 20 years old been able to really fully absorb. I'm pretty sure I did it, <laughs> but I did absorb enough that it think began something that is the basis of Creative Com Studio because there's a lot in here that I've been doing over the years that I probably learned from here, this book, and other places that have become the foundation of what I did to create Creative Com Studio. So I'm excited to be going through this book again and to be really looking at it from a lens of someone who has been living life for 20 years as a creative being. Um, I mean, back then I had been doing creativity, obviously, as a child and then in my teens, And but I have so much more experience now, so I'm really excited to be revisiting this book. What happened was a couple of my clients were gifted the book, and they were talking to me about it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, that is, I talked to you guys about part of these tools because there's some of the things that I do um, now that I learned from this book. And so we're going to actually go through and work through part of this book because it's, it's actually set up as a course. Julia Cameron would teach a course and so many people were asking for the resources for the course that she ended up creating this book and it's laid out as the kind of the course that she used to teach or maybe she still does. I don't know. So anyway, we're going to go through it together and I'm really excited about that. So when my, my students, my clients were telling me about how they are going to be using the book, I was so excited and I went upstairs and I found it on my bookshelf and I took it out and I got my trusty colored pens because that's how I take notes and I highlight, I write in books. <laughs> I, I write in my own books. I don't write in library books, but I write in my own books which is exciting because it's fun to actually read notes from past books. Like, like I said, I know I read this July of 2000 because it was written in the book. Um, but anyway, so I am excited to be picking up this book again, and it's gotten my wheels spinning, and it made me really just realize what a huge influence this book has been on me. And I know it's been on so many people. I mean, basically, when you talk to a creative or a you know any artist or any teacher or and lots of people they have heard of the book the artist's way and they've heard of some of the tools in it so the tool that i'm talking about today that i introduced this episode with is 
morning pages, there's two two basic tools that Julie Cameron assigns in the book that she says are essential to this course and to this journey, this creative journey of unblocking our creativity. And that is morning pages and artist dates. So next episode, I'm going to talk all about artist dates. And that's something that I have utilized regularly since, I guess, reading the book. I mean, maybe that's the first time I heard about them. But yeah, so I'm excited to talk more about that. But morning pages is what we're going to focus on today. So you might have heard of them. You might never have heard of them. And so what morning pages are, are three pages of stream of consciousness longhand writing. So you're writing, you're using, <laughs> you're using a pen, you're getting paper, three pages and you're writing. You're not, you're not really overthinking what you're putting on the paper. This is not meant for other people to read. This is not meant to be shared. She recommends not even rereading it right away, what you're writing. It's just getting the gunk out of your brain. Whatever is in your brain, she wants you to get out and put it on paper. It's kind of, I guess, like a brain dump of some way, but it's a long form where you're just writing in like, I guess, sentences. I, sometimes it's sentences. Sometimes it's just like a one continuous line of writing, but three pages, it ends up being a decent amount of writing. It takes me between, I'd say 15 minutes to 30 minutes, but I, somewhere probably 20 minutes is my average amount of time it takes me to complete my morning pages. I use a journal um, <laughs> on purpose. I picked like a regular size journal, nothing too big because I did it, you know, the bigger the journal, the bigger the notebook the more you're writing. So I didn't want anything too small, but I didn't want anything too big. So I have an old journal that I picked up at inside. I wrote like, this is going to be destroyed <laughs> so that my my brain felt safe writing in there because I'm like, I don't know what's going to come out of my thoughts. And, you know, just, she, she recommends just letting whatever comes up out. And sometimes your, your brain thinks of crazy things that are like, not real and you would feel like you would never you don't want to share with people and so a lot of times I think people censor themselves or edit themselves as they're writing and this is not like this that's the opposite of what she wants you to do she wants you to just get your thoughts out to write and write and write and write there's no wrong way there's no wrong way to do morning pages you could do them on any kind of notebook she does suggest writing them versus like typing them because there's something like kinesthetic to the writing process and like your brain dumping out through writing. Um, mine get really messy. My handwriting is just like I'm, I'm trying to go fast and I'm like keeping up with my thoughts. And it's just like sometimes I, I probably would look back and I may not be able to read all of it. And that's OK. That's OK, because they're meant as a way to just get the thoughts out. They're not supposed to, she writes here, I'm just, I'm just looking at my notes from the book. They're not supposed to sound smart. You're not supposed to have like the best vocabulary and your grammar be perfect, and, you know, and, and dot your I's and cross your T's and all that kind of stuff. That is not what morning pages are for. Morning pages are just for you to get it out of your brain, to get past the critic, the censor, 
that tries to stop you from expressing yourself. And that's like the main things is always remember that your sensors, negative opinions are not the truth. This takes practice. So you're going to while you're doing your morning pages, have a lot of negative things come out. She calls that your censor, your critic. This is the quote she says, we are victims of our own internalized perfectionist, a nasty internal and eternal critic, the, the censor, who resides in our left brain and keeps up a constant stream of subversive remarks that are often disguised as the truth. So like I had just said, they're, they're often not true. They're often stories that we tell ourselves in our brain. I talk about that often, that a lot of times I have to remind myself, okay, that's just a story I'm telling myself. It's not necessarily true. And it's things that are trying to stop you. And especially in creative pursuits, it's so easy to have all sorts of, I guess, the sensor in your brain that's trying to protect you and keep you safe and keep you small. And so it's going to be like, that's stupid. Why are you doing that? That's never going to work. Nobody's going to like that. You're a terrible writer. You're a terrible artist. Um, you know, there's so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we all have our own, our own critics, our own censors. And so morning pages are a way to like get, have a censor, like have its voice, get it out, and then be like, okay, not believe it. You don't need to believe it. She says you can even like give the sensor a cartoon like version. So like a serpent or just a nasty little character, like a cartoon character and um, call him your sensor and make it as ridiculous as possible. So you can remind yourself that this is ridiculous. A lot of these thoughts that are coming up are ridiculous. Morning pages are often negative, <laughs> frequently fragmented. I'm reading, I'm reading a quote again. They're negative, frequently fragmented and often self-pitying repetitive, stilted, or babyish, angry or bland, even silly sounding. And then she wrote, good, good. That's what they're supposed to be. And so often you're not going to want to do it. Like who wants to do that? <laughs> who wants to open up a notebook and actually face the censor and have the voice come out? The point is to stop taking the censor as a voice of reason and to hear it for the blocking device that it is. So the sensor is blocking you. And it's like, that's what I, that's what she's saying. Like the point of these pages is to actually help unblock the things that are getting in your way. There's so many things that get in our way. And a lot of them we're not even recognizing because they come through our brain so quickly that we don't even catch the thoughts. And so when you're doing the stream of consciousness writing and you're doing it every day, because she recommends morning pages are done daily. So every single day, three pages, stream of consciousness writing, you are really getting a lot of junk and gunk out, right? And sometimes they're nice, sometimes they're silly, sometimes you're just writing about what you did today. Sometimes I have no idea what to write and I'm just like, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. And like, I just write that over <laughs> again. Because the point is just to get the three pages out. Morning pages, she says, are non-negotiable in this course, this Artist Way course. She says, it doesn't matter your mood. Like, if you're not in a good mood and you don't feel like writing, that's exactly what you need to do. You need to write it. You need to write these morning pages and do them because it's a big part of the process. Yeah. So you just need to do them 
not worry what your mood is telling you. Just you're going to work on them. You're going to do your morning pages and they can be garbage. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's not it's meant to be something that's just like beautiful piece of writing. You know, not judging your writing. You're just writing. So basically, the morning pages help us get past our sensor brain. And it's we're going to always have it. Like, it's not like you're going to have a part where you're going to be like, oh, I am now enlightened and I no longer have a sensor part of my brain that is trying to block me. Like, this happens throughout life. And so morning pages are just essential to keep doing. But as you do them, you're going to start to get more in tune with your artistic brain and your creative self. And she writes that you can even look at morning pages as a meditation. This is something that you're doing every day, a practice that's helping you to have self-awareness. It's almost like a, a spiritual practice. We are creators, and I believe we are made in the image of the ultimate creator. I call this God, and other people use different words. But, you know, we are meant to create things and to share our gifts. And so these the sensor, the sensor, all these voices are trying, are just trying to stop us from doing what we're meant to be doing. I think that is totally a form of meditation and, and prayer. Like sometimes I'll write, dear God, and like, let the stream of consciousness come out because I know that he's got it, you know, and that is what works for me. But again, she talks about like that this can be used for any, any person's spiritual journey, whatever that what that looks like to the individual. And even if it feels weird to call it a spiritual journey, that's okay. You can use whatever word you want. But to me, that feels really good because it feels like I'm in communion with my higher power as I am on this journey and working through it. She writes, anyone who faithfully writes morning pages will be led to a connection with a source of wisdom within. And I just love that. So I have never really consistently done morning pages. I've done them actually since I was 20 years old, but on and off, on and off, on and off, and many times, not at all, probably years of not doing them. And so I am taking this very seriously right now as a leader in, in the world of creativity and play and working on helping others and guide them, I think it's very important that I go through this course again at this stage of my life. And so I am going to do the course of the Artist Way course, and I'm going to do all the work for it. I'm not going to skimp and, you know, skip things and say I don't need it. No, and especially the basic tools. So I've committed to 100 days of morning pages, and I'm saying it here because you guys will help me hold me accountable. And I'm going to do every morning. Morning pages come with just so many benefits over the, over time, and you can see them. And I'm really excited to see and uncover what happens as I do them consistently. So I, I offer you two things. I say, go check out this book. You get it from your library, or you could go to Barnes & Noble or any online bookseller or or an independent bookseller, even better. And you can get the book yourself and go through it. And I am always available. If you have any questions, I would love to walk with you alongside your journey. 
I actually am offering, I offer a group coaching intensive you can do for three months or more. And you get two group coaching calls a month. And we talk all about different things like this. I work through helping you use creativity and play to combat stress and to combat um, overwhelm and feeling like you have spinning thoughts and you can't seem to get the things that you want done done. All the things that happen for people who are busy professionals who have a lot going on on their plates. This is like drinking a cold glass of water, <laughs> being part of a, a group like this. So I would love to invite you to participate and to join my group coaching. I will put the link to the application for it in the show notes. And then we, what happens is you get the two group coaching calls a month as well as access to anything I do in Creative Comms Studio. And you get one individual one-on-one -on -one coaching call in that three-month um, session. So if you stay longer, if you stay for six months, you would get two one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with me. So I would absolutely love to have you join Creative Comm Coaching. And it's, it's a great, it's a great model. And I've been doing this for, uh, since February and it has been amazing for my clients to see the transformation they've been making. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know about that. That's happening in the creative calm. And I would love to be a support for you if this is something you would like to work on too, but happy writing. If you decide to go with morning pages, um, it's definitely something that you will push against many a morning, but ultimately it is a wonderful resource and a wonderful tool. Okay, friends, have a lovely day and I will see you next week when we talk all about artist dates. I can't wait to share that one. Okay, have a good one. Thank you so very much for tuning into this episode of the Creative Calm Podcast. I hope that you found this episode insightful and that it has inspired you to embrace the three pillars of rest, creativity, and play in your own life. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this. Another wonderful way to show your appreciation and spread the Creative Calm revolution is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing it on your social media and tagging me. I want to express my gratitude for joining me on this creative journey. Your support means the world to me. If you have any questions, suggestions, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to me on Instagram at Denise Christensen Ray. Until next time, remember to prioritize rest, unleash your creativity, and embrace playfulness. Have an absolutely beautiful, magical day.